get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. So, Odie, I have some good news and bad news for you. Wait, is this for the real show? Yes, it's for the real show. show. Well, wait, 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 because we have to, I didn't know, I'm going to cut out the first part. So, ready? Say it again in three seconds. Odie, I have some good news and bad news for you. That didn't sound totally staged at all. What's that, Rico? (laughs) Well, look, idiots, you don't know how uh, recording works. You just got to say it again because the good people at home. So, Odie, I have a quart of eggnog mix right here in a carton, and I'm about to open it up and and smell it. Go go fuck yourself, Rico. Oh, it smells good. How how would you know? How many eggnogs have you smelled to know if it smells good? It doesn't smell like bad milk, so I'm assuming it smells good. (laughs) I thought that's what eggnog does smell like. like That's uh, that's buttermilk you're thinking of. So... Odds are I'm not going to drink an entire quart of eggnog tonight. So you're telling eggnog me you're going to drive the rest down to Cleveland? Three, from Cleveland four, and give it to hours. me? No, I'm flying to Florida tomorrow morning. You can drop it he's out gonna, of the plane gonna, as you go over I was going to say, I can leave it out front for you if you want to make the trip from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Quick five-hour jaunt, since apparently there's no eggnog left in Pittsburgh. I prefer the concept of you mid-flight to Florida just getting up and be like, nobody panic. I'm going to open this door. I just got to drop some nog. Odie, <laughs> can just, you um, just I've done this me. before. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. We're not going to get all sucked out of the plane. Everybody ah! buckle up. Hold on to your children. And then uh, the, the nog goes out and somebody's child flies out. And you're like, you know, that's the price you pay yeah. in the nog game. Well, I just need uh, Odie to text me his latitude and longitude so I can give the coordinates to the pilot because, believe it or not, Pittsburgh is not on the route to Florida. You know, we wouldn't naturally pass over Pittsburgh. It's also not on Santa's route, which is why they're so angry and bitter in Pittsburgh. There's many reasons for that. Santa comes to Pittsburgh. He'll be here. Does does Santa come to Pittsburgh, Odie? Or or is Santa the one city in – or is Pittsburgh the one city in America where where every parent has to be Santa? I know here, as a good boy, I don't have to always buy all the gifts. There's one I leave out, and every year it shows up from Santa because I'm a good boy and I'm appreciated. That's your wife doing that, Brian. I, how do you explain when it didn't happen from my wife? A random homeless man? Yeah. Maybe the same Maybe the same old man who's leaving the carts in your... Uh, you're, you're crossing streams. I, uh, long story short... Well, I mean, long story no. short, to go back, I think you originally told the story on this show. I think I did, so. too, actually. I did Can I interject real quick? Um, do you guys use, make eggnog with brandy, spiced rum, or both? Well, as I told you earlier, the eggnog, Kirkland, become a sponsor, Costco, sponsor of the show, Bravo and Beer. Uh, I, the eggnog I have right here from Kirkland, the best eggnog I've ever had, is made with real dairy cream, whiskey, spice rum, brandy, and French vanilla. All of the above. Whiskey, spice rum, and brandy? I, I prefer and bra- brandy. brandy. Brandy and whiskey. I don't really enjoy spice rum, so I skip that. 
I think that I the spice rum I think has to be a small amount. I like it like most with whiskey brandy. and brandy. And I actually bought a brandy that was like you know like the famous one is uh, VNS. They had one that was like cherry. Spice. Not this one. Vsop. Very special. Vsop, I believe, old. is what the minorities drink. Well, that's why I'm drinking it. Fit right V-Sop in. Vsop is delicious. Yarico. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Vsop's good. I actually have a Vsop Crovassier. That is yeah. very that will good. happen. Very good. I'm mm. trying to adjust. I have, I, well, I have R- Rico noted to my dilemma. I was not able to get back for the show. Cody, your, your internet is crapping out, or is it my internet? Who's it? Uh, it's crapping out for me, too. My internet or Odie's internet? No, Odie's. Oh, Odie. Turn off my Wi Fi. We'll no eggnog. No Wi Fi. Fucking what? Santa Claus hates you. Are you? Are you guys? Have you seen the movie Krampus? Uh, I like the American Dad episode with Krampus. Well, that's pretty good. Now, there's a movie Krampus where Krampus comes in and they get they get snowed in, and everything stops working. The internet, the roads are snowed in, and and honestly, a, a UPS guy gets like massacred by Krampus or his elves, and I'm like, why? Did, what did the fucking UPS guy do to this family to get murdered? Long story short, Odie's clearly getting Krampus. Long think story short, I uh, now my video's all off. What is happening here? You look yeah, fine. your internet's horrible. It's, well, it's Steve Jobs and his goddamn Max. He's is he haunting you? Is Steve Jobs is Steve Jobs Christmas storing you, or uh, is he uh, is he Dickinsonying you? I think it has Are to do with I'm, by I'm the, going by the this, ghost uh, of Steve Jobs past. I'll change my camera. I'm going through this third-party camera trying to get this fucking thing to work. So let me change back to my... How funny would it be, though, if Steve Jobs got the... He, like His job, after being dead, was to a Christmas carol Odie, of all people. Like, he's Odie's ghost of Christmas present. Steve Jobs, he shows up in a fucking turtleneck, and he's like, what the fuck? I got a fucking... Show you what you did wrong on Christmas, you fucking imbecile. You can't even use the Mac. Mm. I think you got to get a little mo- more punch to that pitch. Uh, I, uh, you guys are just sitting here like assholes. I'm trying to make, Odie. I'm trying to spin gold. Before my Mac shit to bed, all I was saying was, I am drinking, you know, I'm not, I get some hard liquor. I got some Jim Beam and a little bit of ginger. So I'm with you guys, but I don't have the nog. Jim Beam. <laughs> I love Jim Beam. What's I respect Jim Beam? it. I no, I respect you for drinking. That's all we drank in college was, was Jim, Jim Beam. Beam. Okay. Jim Beam and Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels is like what, ten bucks more, fifteen bucks more. Jim Beam's is better. It? I'll tell you right now, Jim Beam is better than Jack Daniels. I never I, really I, drank Jack Daniels. It was always Jim I, Beam. I, mean, I like Jim works. Beam too. I drink Jack and Cokes now because a lot of bars in LA don't have Beam. But no, Beam and Coke was our drink. They don't uh, have Beam? What? God. No, I'm really- telling you, man. A lot of bars don't have Beam in LA. I do remember I drank a lot of Beam. A lot and of Coke bars don't open in LA. Pretentious so. price. Uh, all of them. <laughs> all of them are not open in LA. But I will tell you, I went to Vegas one time. Uh, my career got me invited to the, the uh, Maxim 100 party. And uh, the night before the party, I went out to the now defunct, I think, Stardust, right? I think Stardust is gone. Or the Sahara. I think it's Stardust. I stayed up all night playing blackjack, drinking Beam and Cokes, which, you know, they sound good until about 10 hours in. 
when all the caffeine and sugar starts giving you just heart palpitations nonstop. And then you try it to might go have to been something maximum. else causing the heart palpitations. No, this is before. No, Odie, uh, before what? <laughs> before I had connections <laughs> in oh. Vegas yeah. for the things that can make your heart go pitter patter, pitter patter. Love, I'm talking about for all of you out there. Love. <laughs> Hookers. Stayed up all night. My buddy next to me met a girl with only three fingers, fell in love that night, did not marry her. But point being, uh, Jim Beam got me through that night. I ended it the night uh, $2,000 up and then could not go to the Maxim party without standing there and uh, feeling like I was going to die. So that was great. Wasted your opportunity. You could have ended up with a Maxim model and could have married Eva Longoria. There you go. All right. Well, enough Here of the small talk. I, I don't want to be up all night with you Neither jackasses. So let's get I'm into this. Let's try to keep this to under an hour. Is that possible? Yeah, I'm good with that. Perfect. All right. Let's start with 90 day. I'm taking the lead. Um, we'll go through this real quick. From the first moment of the episode, Brandon, I couldn't take him. I hate him so much. I think you said we're sorry, below deck. No, we definitely said 90, 90 day. So, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I said 90 day. All right. So, yep. So Brandon, like I said, I hated him from the first moment of the show. Uh, his fiance just landed the night before, and he's basically waking her up and saying, hey, my mom has the whole day planned for us. Uh, you have three and a half minutes to get ready. Like how this his fiance just doesn't punch him in the face and tell his mom to go fuck off. I don't know. She has an amazing amount of restraint. And his fiance said, not directly, but she said in her, you know, broken English way, you know, we could stay here and just fuck each other. And he's like, well, you know, but <laughs> my mom planned the day. So, you know. <laughs> it, it, it is funny how she talks. She talks like Russian Yoda. It's kind of funny. Like, remember, she's out with the, the uh, selfie stick and she's like, I'm America. I better than you. You. She's like, she is Russian Yoda. And I appreciate that. But yeah, my God. The fight. And also, just the mom. I'll, we'll probably talk about this later. Like her red flag comment really pissed me off. And also her reaction to them going out to dinner later. She was so outraged that they dared to go to dinner alone. But why the fuck, if you're the parents, you already had a day. I get a little bit of sightseeing, fine, but why would you not think? Like, she acknowledged in the interview. She's like, oh, she's a little jet-lagged. You fucking think? Why would you plan this insanely tight-packed day of sightseeing? No she's an inconsiderate bitch. I mean, that's the only explanation for it. She's the most self-centered person that would ever buy a plane ticket for another person. I mean... Well, I Jeez. think you nailed it last episode. You said she's one of those people that's so self-centered that they come they like they go out of their way to do things for people thinking they're being magnanimous and then not understanding that what they're doing is a huge fucking inconvenience and super rude. And you know uh yeah, his his fiance nailed it too when he's like, "Well, you know, we're in town with my parents, so you know, it's only a couple days." And then she's like, "Until we go home." <laughs> and live with your parents. Like, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, give her a break. Well, that's what I was saying later. Like, you know, like the mom, I couldn't believe the gas face 
is that the, you know, like he tells his mom, hey, we have some plans. Like, I have some plans. I plan something special for Julia. And the mom's reaction was like, it was like he'd punched her in the fucking cunt. Like, she was so unbelievably upset that he dared. And even the dad, they're like, oh, okay. And the dad's like, oh, okay. Well, oh, okay then. I guess I guess that's what's going to happen. Like, they, she literally got off a plane yesterday. They haven't seen each other. Why would you not think they want to have some time to go to fucking dinner together without you idiots there? And you're going to live with them for the next three months. I, I don't know what it is about the parents, but they remind me of like a Saturday, Saturday Night Live skit. Like, uh, not exactly the same, but remember that uh, old skit with uh, Will Ferrell and I don't know if it was Tina Fey or Wait, Sherry O'Terry. Where they were like the old old couple, yeah, they were playing with the, the piano, uh, with the yeah, piano, the piano, yeah. <laughs> totally. It's totally them. They're clueless. They're like they are in a sketch that they, they don't realize that they're the villains in the sketch. They think they're being the yeah. good people, and they're like everyone else is lo- looking at them like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Exactly. Well, it's like this is where I was saying like they're sitting down on the steps of the. Uh, <laughs> like the Washington Monument or whatever. And I guess the dad takes Julia off to get a hamburger, her favorite treat. Yeah. I guess, you know, fantastic. I guess, I guess they only have rat burgers in Russia or whatever it fucking is. So they split up and the mom and Brandon are sitting on the, uh, the steps and they're talking about the whole fucking concept of Julia not wanting to have separate rooms. You know, go figure. You, you just come over from Russia. You want to live with your husband and spend your night in the same room with them. And she goes, it's a real red flag that she's not just accepting it. Or I guess that she had said the night before that she accepted it or that she was like, okay, and then changed her mind. It's like, bitch, you are the red flag. You as the mother are the red flag. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason that she should stay with this guy. He's a dipshit. He lives with his parents. How old is he? He has no money. Mm -hmm. Um, Time to leave. Find someone else. By the way, also probably, you know, with coronavirus and everything, probably more freedom in Russia than yeah. the U.S. So. Maybe so. What, what did, did they say when he spent all the money, Hon? Like, she said they he spent tri- all his money. Like Paris and uh, trips to Paris and Iceland, right? Well, Iceland so is crazy expensive. Yeah. I mean, clearly he's not making a ton of money with his job. Could have picked some cheaper places to meet up. Pretty. Uh, yeah. 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 They should have gone to Moldova. They should. <laughs> I want to go to Moldova. <laughs> Me too. Oh, we need to buy a go to a Moldovan a wedding. We should we go there to see Moldovan wedding crashers. One more place that we should have a billboard. Moldova. Where are we at now? Moldova. Uh, North Ethiopia. Ethiopia. North Korea. We already have many billboards in North Korea. Those are working out, though. The axis of Bravo and beer. <laughs> George W. Bush called it one time. <laughs> What'd be funny is if we go to advertise that George W. Bush is our contact. He's like, what do you need? I got all the contacts in every place. Just tell, how many, just tell me how many billboards you want. He can paint He can paint the billboard. So paint the portrait of us. It'll be glorious. Yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> He's hanging from the billboard, you know, in one of those gurneys. Swinging. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you boys to fly to Texas. I'm going to need to get you to stand still so I can get you in, uh, in, real, in person. I need to get your personalities on paint. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, Brandon, once again, is the biggest fucking pussy. I mean, at least he did talk to his mom. 
I guess I could give him that. He talked to his mom about it. He brought it up, but once again, back down like a huge fucking pussy. And I like that his fiance is at least being like, look, I'll just fucking go home. Yeah. Like why? Like what do I, and she's even seen the shithole, not the shithole. I'm sure it's a nice house, but she's even seen where they live in the middle of fucking nowhere. Think how inspired she's going to be to go the fuck home after she lies down in this bed by herself in the middle of goddamn nowhere in this farmhouse and is like, what do I get to do tomorrow since I can't work? Oh, slap a pig in the face. Yeah. Pick up pig shit. Like, seriously, could they make this awesome. girl's experience in America any more miserable? It's like, where is it? She's, I hope she goes, where is Ashton Kutcher? Am I being pronged? Because <laughs> that show's probably just airing there in Russia. <laughs> Who's the Russian Ashton Kutcher? Can we get him? <laughs> Might be Ashton Kutcher. We haven't heard from him in a while. <laughs> Eliza Dushku's name already sounds Russian. She probably got him in. There you go. All right. Well, that's all I had on uh, our, our boy Brandon. Unless you guys have anything else. I have nothing. But I will say that I, from drinking this eggnog, I am salivating at a ridiculous uh, pace right now. And it's upsetting my talking ability. There's more well, drool coming out of my mouth than coherent sentences. Because you're I, enjoying it so much, it's making you salivate? Is that? It's, uh, I don't know. It's like my mouth, my mouth's like, this cake is delicious. I should salivate in so, so you could eat this cake. But I just, I'm talking and I can't, it's just so much spit. It's so much spit coming out of my mouth. That head. probably explains why we don't drink eggnog year round. You just can't function. It's just, it's I already just, feel like bloated. I would say, honestly, if eggnog makes you salivate this much, why do we not give it to our athletes? Right? That is, that it, your mouth's dry. You're working out. You're playing ball. You're dropping threes. You're running for the touchdown. Eggnog. <laughs> it's a big, <laughs> tall glass of eggnog. <laughs> the, the guys with the Super Bowl, <laughs> eggnog bath. I can see the LeBron James commercial now. <laughs> he gets up instead of slapping chalk together he just is slapping his hand with eggnog and just spraying on the crowd puts his hands in a fucking eggnog throws it in the air <laughs> throws the eggnog in the air <laughs> uh, back when SNL was funny they would have done that they would have LeBron Nog LeBron Nog alright Rico you're leading this show what's All right. that we got Jovi. I didn't have a whole lot about him except his uh, hot fiance is not very nice. She's no. kind of a bitch. Um, she kind of can't even let Jovi's family have a little reception. I don't know why she's against a reception. Go have fun at a reception. They're like, all right, you guys want to go get married in Vegas? I understand, but can we have a reception or something for the family? No. Because my family you're, can't come. You are trailer trash. Yeah. How do we say in Russia? We call you zivsnoklik blablaj, which means people that eat turnips and bite the ankles of the rich. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> the house didn't look that bad. Yeah, it was like, Bob's house looked okay, no. looked good, it looked fine. Well, they showed a boat not. at one point, like a washed up boat. I presume that wasn't like washed up on the house. I think that was just like a cutaway scene, right? It's, it's been there since Katrina. <laughs> the way that the way that Jovi was describing it ahead of time, he was like, "Yeah, it's, it's the bayou. It's uh, alligators and alligators." So she's expecting yeah. like just like a swamp, 
but yeah, they got well, there. Everything seemed okay. Yeah. She and like she got along with the mom. I mean, the thing that I would say is the most fucked up though, and you can tell Jovi was pissed, and I'd be pissed too. She's like, "Oh yes, your mother's cooking, uh, is, you know, is awful. Tastes like nothing. Like you can't say that. You can't even in Russia or Ukraine. Are you telling me if Jovi went to the Ukraine and he served him borscht knot and whatever, like you know, curdled pig penises, he wouldn't be like delicious. Thank you." delicious like you can't fucking shit on someone's fucking mom's cooking it's like how like a three-year-old reacts to like eating food this tastes yeah. terrible like the throw <laughs> the plate on the ground <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just i like i just i don't get like she's she talked like clearly she has a close relationship with her mother well i think yara is a, literally a sociopath that cannot put herself in anyone else's shoes Right? It doesn't seem like that. Like the shit she says is so insanely insensitive. Meanwhile, she herself is so sensitive about it. Like, what I say goes all the time. She is a yeah. sociopath that cannot put herself in other people's positions. So, my prediction is Jovi's alcohol intake increases even more <laughs> yes. over the season, and he finds more and more ways to go on work trips to get away from her. I pray. Until, Although, uh, it was, it, what do you think of that when he got the call? Like, literally day two, he's like, oh, work called. He's like, well, we have to go away for 20 to 25 to 27 to 37 days. <laughs> he's like, He didn't mention that he texted his boss. He's like, any, any way we can uh, get this work, tr- work trip moved up uh, a little bit? I can't stand my fiance. Boss, I'm looking to it. fuck this hot bitch about once a month. What can we work out? <laughs> She is, a to get C, away she is a C as in crab, R as in, uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't think of anything else that makes sense in his business. But Did she yeah. tell him that he was complaining a lot in this episode? I thought she did, but I didn't make a note of it. She's like, you're always complaining. Pretty sure she said something yes, like that. She did, yes, she did. And I'm like, what have you First not problem. complained about? You haven't gone four seconds without complaining about something. Yeah. Well, he, well, complains, I like he complains, complains about not being able to go out drinking with his friends. Well, that's a valid complaint. True. But not on day one of your wife flying from yeah. the Ukraine. I will say that she she was like, oh, the apartment uh, oh, is kind of messy. She had no basis for saying that. You know who did have a basis for saying <laughs> the apartment was messy? Hazel. <laughs> yes! That fucking place was that I before she even said anything. I'm like, dude, you couldn't have cleaned up a little bit. What I mean, fuck? Hazel and Tar- Tariq Tarek. I still don't know how to say yeah. that. Uh, oh, by the way, I gotta give you a behind the scenes. So, Tarek, who I, you know, he was on 90 Day the other way, I guess. Sandy watched it. I barely remember him. Sandy said that Tariq's brother, yes. who he was talking about, she said that he used to do pillow talk with his brother. Like, you know that pillow talk show that 90 Day Fiance does where you, like, watch other shows? I guess Tariq and his brother used to do pillow talk together before Tariq's brother married another Thai woman. And I guess he was giving a bunch of shit about it. What a ridiculous thing to fall out about, by the way. Well, well, not really. His brother freaked out on him. I I didn't know about the pillow talk thing. That's even blowing my mind more, the hypocrisy. Yeah. So, so they were obviously fans of the show, you know, enjoying the uh, 90 day entertainment as any normal person would. 
But then his brother's giving him shit for, you know, wanting to uh, have a relationship with Hazel in Vietnam. So they break, they break off contact or I don't know if they did at that point. No, he was such an asshole. For some reason, Tarek, Tariq allowed his brother to come with them to the Philippines when he first Which met. Which is a little idiotic. 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 Retarded. But then, like, they go to a restaurant, and his brother was such a fucking raging asshole. It's unbelievable. He's, he was just sitting there, and they kind of showed the clip. He's just sitting there, yeah. and he he's just fucking saying the meanest shit to Hazel. He said the, the thing about, so she has a daughter. And uh, he's son, like, well, it shows son. the uh, shows the character of a mother about how much you fight for yeah. your uh, for your child. Yeah, like what they, the fuck? Jeez. Yeah, like, wow. never knowing without knowing any of the backstory. Yeah, there. Basically, yeah. met her five minutes ago, and then tells tells her she's a terrible mom. So he was a complete asshole. I'm surprised yeah. that they did the pill talk together because I like he was. Such well, a dick. this is clearly like, this clearly happened because it looked like like the flashback scenes with these two. They both look way younger and way more attractive. Hazel's gotten much uglier, as has he. They both gained weight and looked like. They look sh- far shittier. So I'm guessing five years have passed, maybe maybe less. But yeah, his brother seemingly is an asshole. But then too funny. The guy's like, hmm. Well, clearly these Asians from poor places do like to have sex with men from America. I'm a man from America. Maybe I should look into this. Maybe I should look into this. For me. <laughs> so I you have an internet connection. Hmm, yeah, Tariq, I, I can't I can't blame his brother for what he did, but his brother should also apologize and be like, ah, oh, yeah, I was wrong. I'm a big piece of shit and a hypocrite. But I guess that hasn't happened. So his brother and him are no longer uh talking. His brother's not in his wedding. Fine. Crazy. I just I have to say though, I do uh object to Tariq or it's got to be Tariq, right? I, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, let's go with Tariq. Yelling at his brother. They showed a clip of Tariq talking to his brother on FaceTime in a restaurant. Full <laughs> of people. And he's like, you owe me respect. Motherfucker, you owe me respect. And I'm like, you're in a restaurant. <laughs> with other people why don't you go outside yeah. it was like what a scene from uh, real housewives almost it was it was like what <laughs> yes go outside like jesus christ uh well he's the fucking idiot anyway and he didn't uh, clean his apartment he had like no. half eaten yogurt sitting on the counter with a <laughs> tinfoil over it <laughs> it's like it is clean what <laughs> What are you talking about? Oh, gross. Oh my and the boxes of shit, toys everywhere. Just it looked like fucking shit. Yeah. How could you it, think I, you, that was clean? What world do you live in? And what's funny is he's like, he's like, you know, Hazel comes from a, a land where it's poor, poverty, her house could fit my garage, dirty. And she comes and she's like, Jesus, your house is disgusting. <laughs> and she's not wrong. She's not fucking wrong. This chick lives in like a house where they drink rainwater, but at least they fucking pick the shit up. They don't leave cups of yogurt out. God damn, man. Idiot. Yes. Um, anything else on those guys? Nope. Nope. So there, I only have two more. I think there was a couple of people that weren't on this week, right? I know Rebecca and Zaid were not on at all. 
Unless I missed like a it. Shorter was it a shorter show? No, it was not shorter. No, it was not shorter because I didn't. Even, I actually didn't get to finish it. It was about fifteen minutes I missed. I was actually I driving. I had to drive back. I went golfing, and I was like, "Oh, I should be able to get home." It's Christmas Eve. Eve. I should be able to get home from uh, Encino to Los Angeles to Hawthorne in half an hour. No, I was a drive for an hour. I was a little you know watching. why. Because people in LA didn't leave. Like they normally leave and go oh, that's home. That's true. I know. I usually this city empties out and it's the best time of fucking year when all these cunts get out of here. But I was watching literally, I had the, the phone on my dashboard watching the fucking 90 day fiance to make sure I, I was not gonna. Yeah. So I uh, know there was no Rebecca, but we had a new couple. Yes. Andrew had- and Someone. Andrew and Amira, hot Amira, French frocks. Not that she's like a knockout, but she's pretty goddamn hot compared to Andrew, who's a fucking daycare. He's like, I own a daycare, and I was like, okay. I was like, first they introduced me. He's like, walks in in like a king's outfit. I'm like, oh god, this guy's a fucking larper weirdo. <laughs> and then he's like, he probably a libertarian. No. Probably, I guarantee libertarian. <laughs> So he walks in and he's like, okay. I'm like, okay. He's reading the children. Okay. So he's just a child molester, not a LARPer. Fine. But he, he's like, I'm a business owner. He's like, did I ever think I'd own a daycare? And I'm like, okay, at least he's an entrepreneur. He's like with my mom. And I was like, ah, never mind. He's a fucking loser again. But then, yeah, I don't think he owns anything. If I had to guess the breakdown of the business ownership, I'd say, you're 0%, your mom's 100%, and uh, you basically do the... Yeah, the it's like, are we, are, to, are we to believe that Andrew is the one like, mom, we got to start a daycare, as opposed <laughs> to the mom owning a daycare and him working for his mother at the daycare. Clearly what fucking has transpired. Were, were you guys getting at all some, uh, some cult vibes from Andrew? A uh, very confident... Um, very, uh, really not attractive, not well kept man, but uh, who speaks very definitively. He does speak very slowly, not as much as Colt. Oh, wait, no, Odie, I wrote down is Andrew the new Colt? He might be. And wait, and is, is this a ploy by 90 Day Fiance? Right? They're like, we got to bring in Andrew, he's the new Colt. And then we'll be like, we fucking hate Andrew, he's the worst. And then they're like, ah, but wait, we get rid of Andrew. Now we bring in Colt Classic. And we're like, oh, we love Colt Classic. <laughs> like, we never thought we'd be clamoring for Colt. <laughs> Give me back them titties. The new, the new Colt, the new Colt sucks. Give new Colt is the worst. <laughs> bring back Colt Classic. <laughs> so, um, it was weird because I didn't really get he was a complete asshole vibe from him until she's talking to her dad and she's saying all this, like she's getting all this pressure from him. And I was like, well, what? He, he seemed pretty he, like, OK, yeah, he, seemed, like, he seemed nice. And then she's like kind of funny and that's like a total cult. fucking door coming out. It's the we'll see it. We'll see it. But yeah, she right? already knows it. That's the thing. Mm hmm. I have to ask this question. Colt kind of ropes them in slowly. How does Colt rope them in slowly? He sends fucking dick pics to people (laughs) all the time. That's like the least slow rope uh, you could have. That's like a rope. 
like he oh, doesn't five inch quick he quick. doesn't let them know he's a complete asshole right away. But I guess well, that's, every, that's every guy. Well, Cole that's thinks he's doing them a favor. He's like, "What? Well, I don't want to <laughs> feel bad if I don't send a picture of my dick." <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want your self esteem to go down if you don't get a Colt dick pic and a little bit of man boob. <laughs> that's uh, Colt's like Twitter profile. It's a picture of his dick wearing a mask, so it can be. <laughs> and like that, like the COVID mask. Yeah. Be safe out there. <laughs> but also, here's my dick. <laughs> hey, good morning, your dick. COVID, your dick. <laughs> COVID vaccine, your dick. Uh, uh, yeah, Amira, though, getting back to Amira. Okay, so I guess, Amira, again, can we just all agree, Amira is empirically good looking, right? She's I don't know. She's got a really long face. I mean, she's not ugly. She's just, it's definitely a very different mm, ethnicity i guess i mean she's definitely right. a different characteristic no i mean she's part egyptian i think that's she's like egyptian and french so You're just uh, a little bit racist rico I well think she's i wouldn't i wouldn't say a, i wouldn't say a little bit rico actually refuses to to read hieroglyphics because uh, he's like fuck those sand demons Oh, I could have gotten much more racist. There. That, wow. took a, that took a dive. <laughs> oh, we were we were hanging on the edge for that one. Jeez. We were we were. I like people on the edge of the seat. We were on the precipice. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I think Amira's. I think Amira's very good looking. Um, she's got a little funky teeth. Like not not knocking. She's like uh, Egyptian French Sarah Jessica Parker when she was younger, which is not saying a lot. But if you saw Hocus Pocus, that Sarah Jessica Parker was pretty hot. Nobody you know, like Egyptian Sarah Jessica Parker 20 years ago. I mean, that's I just I can't like even process that comparison. I'm sorry. That's like I go, deep. I go deep into it. I want people to be Googling shit on this podcast. I mean, should we talk about Matthew Broderick for a minute? <laughs> Why not? Well, listen to our other podcast, Boning with Broderick, where we talk about chicks that Matthew Broderick is boning and whether or not they look like hideous horse people compared to his current wife. It's uh, two episodes long. Matthew Broderick actually opted out after episode one <laughs> when he found out the concept, but we kept it going with a Matthew Broderick impersonator called Matthew Broderick, who was a Matthew Broderick clone who takes baths while you masturbate. We ended the podcast after that because we didn't want to masturbate with Matthew Broderick. <laughs> That's all. You can, still, you can still listen to the first two episodes. They're out yeah. there. Anywhere podcasts are heard. That's all I wanted to bring up. So thank you for taking the lead. Uh, <laughs> you can move on now. <laughs> wow. All right. Getting back to Amira and her dad. Okay. So two things about Amira. This is what my wife said too, which is too fucking funny. So Amira's got like a K1 visa and the visa expires in six weeks. And did you guys catch that? She's like, she's like, well, I just, I need to get over there. I don't want to risk losing Andrew. And I'm like, why? You risk, <laughs> risk losing Andrew? Andrew That's will stalk so you to the end of your days. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're not the one in jeopardy of losing the other. You're looking at this all wrong. And, and why doesn't her dad bring that up? He's like, uh,. You're worried about losing him? 
So is she, does she live in Egypt? Is that France? No, she lives in France. She's in Sumara or France yeah. or something like that. Yeah, why is she? Uh, okay, that's. Why is she part Egyptian, Odie? Well, should we go into biology? <laughs> I, under, I understand how that works. I just didn't know her country of origin. But Look, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb, by the way, and say that her father is the Egyptian part of the Egyptian French equation. And I did make a note of this. What kind of insanely tall, hot chick did Amira's golem father fucked to make her? Because <laughs> he is gross and looks like a monster. How, seriously, how hot was the chick, the French model, the six foot tall French model he had to fuck to make Amira? How he, hot? He was probably a uh, photographer, a, uh, a swimsuit model photographer. And uh, you know how that goes. Swimsuit model photographer rapist? How, I, I still don't understand how this comes together. You're on set all day and uh, every once in a while, you know, <laughs> photographer gets lucky. They're bored. <laughs> Rico Why did anyone man? ever pitch photography as a profession to me when I was not? You know, I figured they that. They probably I, did. And you were probably like, ah, it sounds stupid. <laughs> definitely no one ever pitched the fact. It's like, well, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to go to some amazing island and uh, photograph really hot models and barely nothing all day. And what's going to happen is they're just going to get used to you. And then they're going to have sex exactly. with you. I don't, I don't remember that. Gonna, they're going to get used to you. Assume you're gay, and yep. uh, you know, just uh, you just described me. Down. You described me cooking at Hooters in college. <laughs> you nailed it. Exactly you get used to me, and I'm like, hey, why not that guy? I, I started off. I was like, I was like, hey, girls, I'm going to cook some steaks for you at Hooters. Then I slowly lost the list. I was like, hey, girls, what are you doing tonight? And I was like. What up, bitch? And that's how it happened. They're talking to each other. Remember that chef that used to be gay? He's really <laughs> I think I turned quickly. him straight. And they had a competition to turn me straight. And I was like, you all won. <laughs> all righty. That's great. Um, so she's flying to Mexico during a pandemic, which will be interesting. I am looking forward to seeing what happens. It shows, uh, you know, the... F- brief look at next week of andrew walking through the airport frustrated oh my god this is the worst news i've ever heard in my life no yeah I, yeah is he in mexico during this I, I i guess i don't know i don't know assuming because she can't just fly from mexico to the u.s right away she has to quarantine all things we'll find out all right so I don't think they're going to last very long, right? Because, I mean, why would they? They've been together for two goddamn years. Yeah, but not together in America, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's his, what his, uh, what was that, mom or sister was like, oh, oh, by the way, what a fucking shitty gift. He's like, hey, I got your baby. I'm not going to be your baby shower, but I got you this baby shower gift. It's a beret your (laughs) child can't wear for three years. Oh, thanks, shithead. What a wonderful fucking gift for my baby shower for my brother. <laughs> fucking box of diapers would have been nice. <laughs> a bottle any, of liquor. Anything <laughs> else. Any, literally any other gift would have been better than a beret two years too big for my baby. Thank you, shithead. Guy who owns a daycare and should <laughs> know something about children. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ask one of your clients what to get me, you fucking imbecile. 
So uh, do you think her uh, changing her mind with about having kids is directly related to her being like, he's kind of an asshole. I don't really want kids with him. <sighs> or maybe it's like subliminal. Like, I, think women I think it's subliminal. I mean, she might be doing it honestly, but I think sometimes, especially in a situation like this where she's making a sacrifice to leave her country to come to America just to test, you know, test the waters. What if I say I don't want kids? What do we do then? Hmm. Put it out there. Yeah, well, already. Well, he works at a daycare. He can always just kidnap one and go back to France. Um, all right. So let's go on to the last couple that I had, uh, Mike and whatever his Ukrainian fiance was. My first note is Uncle Bo, still the best. The fucking best. <laughs> Am I wrong in sensing that Natalie does not want Uncle Bo to live with them, but also may kind of be into a Mike Bo Natalie threesome? I did not get that at all. Not, she not was even. like, Uncle Bo, so cool. Uncle Very Bo. into his so, style, so which style. the guy has the oh, worst yeah. style. <laughs> He's so the homeless style. guy from Zoolander. <laughs> so style, so cool, Uncle Bo. I tell you, I think she'd be into, I, I think a Natalie Knocker's threesome with Bo and Mike's going to happen. Natalie so, asks Bo, so uh, how many of those do you drink during dinner? <laughs> uh, as, as many as they bring me. <laughs> good answer <laughs> I like that Natalie by the way she's like Bo's like so what uh, Natalie you drink and she's like I drink to support my husband I was like A plus answer Natalie A plus answer well, the best thing she said is um, she's like yeah I uh, I don't think I can understand him because of the language barrier <laughs> It's like, no, it's not the language barrier that's the trip up. It's the fact that he's uh, mumbling incoherently. That was my favorite. <laughs> the whole conversation back and forth where they could understand each other <laughs> this answering different questions. I was like, this is like the classic. Who's on first? Play. Who's on yeah. Who's on third and on meth? Like, it, it was so funny. She's, she's like, so what do you like to do? He's like, ah, yeah. Who's your She's like, ah, okay. I also think you have a little dick. And he's like, hey, oh, it's fucking awesome. God, what a fucking. I would listen to a podcast. Can we get them? Can we cancel this podcast? We can definitely podcast? get Uncle Bo. We, if we can't get Uncle Bo, we should just. We have to get Uncle Bo. And not as a not as a one time guest. No, he's he's all time. Hopefully to replace member. me. Hopefully. <laughs> Well, we're just all, mail, we all can we get his address and or mail him a mic and be like, you're, by the way, Odie's wearing out. another fat Odie's wearing another fat shirt today. Odie has a John Odermatt, by the way. He is he used to be fat, now he's thin. He's been going out of his way to wear shirts that make him look like a fat tub of lard, and he's wearing another one tonight. And I can so, tell. It's so, an old shirt. You can't buy new shirts. I don't. So. I don't dress up for these podcasts. I, I lost fifty pounds, and you don't. Uh, you don't just go out and get a whole new fucking wardrobe. Uh, actually, most money. people do. Cost money. You do it you slowly. You live in Pittsburgh. Sell a fucking steel mill and buy some new goddamn clothes, Odie, because you look fucking. You look like a fat pig. Our audience does not appreciate people who don't dress appropriately on this show. You look like. A Hispanic man at a pool park. It's not right. <laughs> that shirt is way too large on you. Hispanic man at a pool party. What is that? Like uh, knee-high socks and... Uh... Knee-high socks, a giant white t-shirt that is seven times too big, 
That sticks to your man titties and, uh, and a Bud Light Pounder, maybe? <laughs> and a Bud Light Pounder. <laughs> <laughs> or eggnog, as is seasonally appropriate. <laughs> Apologies to our overweight, water park-loving Hispanic audience. I know we that's at least 65%. It's, <laughs> at least. Our audience is 40% North Koreans, 60% overweight Hispanic water park uh, attendees. We actually, I made a deal... We did you know this podcast is broadcast on all of this the This podcast water parks. is broadcast that rhymed. This podcast is broadcast every water park in the United States in the months from uh, October through February. We are broadcast on all the loudspeakers of every water park in the country. It's fantastic. It's Cost me $50,000. All of our seed for money. the entire country <laughs> of water parks. Everybody in the country, if you go to a water park between October first and February second, you will hear this podcast nonstop on the on the loudspeakers. Nobody in there, but it's it's going. What? Huh? What? Right, well, that's right. I- indoor water parks. Okay. So, so back back to Mike. What? I thought we were going to try to keep this under an hour. Yeah, there's um, no chance of it happening. But let's uh, let's try. So, what's her name? Natalie? Is that her is that her name? Natalie Knockers. That's the best way to remember. Um, Natalie Knockers. So apparently, they're not. No 90 day couple does this. The guy or the woman, whoever's in America, never FaceTimes the apartment to the person or the house to the person that's going to yeah. be living there. It's always a complete shock. Like, <laughs> this is where you live. Like. You never fucking saw one part of the house. Yeah, that's a great picture? point. Like uh, Rico, like, uh, you know, I've gone to Vegas. I remember one time I went to Vegas. I, I uh, was there for a trade show. I booked a hotel room late on Hotwire. I got an insanely awesome hotel room. I showed my wife. I did a tour of the hotel room for my wife. Why would you not want to see where you're fucking living? Like that, I'm just giving you a stupid example. Why would you not be like, can I see a tour? Yeah. Maybe maybe they did say that. And uh, it's okay. Yeah, I'll show you the outside. Look how beautiful this is. The farm with the uh, the animals around. And there's like a like, bow oh. off in the distance. You can't <laughs> tell that it's like a It's like a fisheye lens where Uncle Bo's 10 feet from the camera, but he looks like he's 55 feet away. You can't tell he's high on meth right now, but it's- I do like that Natalie was like, "I love Uncle Bo, but I will never invite him back inside the house ever again." <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> he's like, he's the he's the best who is not allowed inside the house. It was hilarious <laughs> when she said, "Oh, so you moved out, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I did." Goes, oh, good, good. What I mean, not like good, not good, like. But you know it's good, <laughs> but fantastic. <laughs> Never been happier about any. Like, ever. So where are you living now? Uh, roadside ditch or uh, he's like, or I would say when you're living now. He corrected her on something, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Uncle uh, Bo, English teacher at the local high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, awesome, awesome. All right, that's all, all right, I got on up. ninety day. Uh, yep. Okay, let's move on. Below deck. Ah, oh, so can we call this the below deck walk of shame episode? I was surprised return. and disappointed by her coming back, but at least she was appropriately apologetic about the whole thing. 
Was well, the she... charter was either going to be canceled or she was going to come back. I mean, there was no way he was getting a, the Captain Lee was getting a chef. Akiko could have been there. He was in the Caribbean. We've already mentioned this numerous times. He definitely would not have done well with these guests. No, Kiko would have been screwed. <laughs> Those guests were, uh, they were interesting. Well, look, Rachel is an amazing cook. She's just a, clearly a psychopathic cunt. And it was funny. Did he catch like, Captain Lee's like, you know, this shit happens with chefs. And even the guy I was talking about, Ben, who's my favorite to replace anybody. He was the guy, like me in the fraternity. I got drunk one time and I punched all the pots. Ben, they cut to like a flashback episode, a flashback of, of uh, the cooks after he's like, this shit, you just have to expect it. He is punching all the shit on the counter. Did you see that part? I don't remember. No, yeah, I mean, I saw the flashbacks. It didn't stick in my mind. Yeah, I don't know. Well, she's, I mean, she went out though. Like, she's, she's such a fucking bitch. And the fact that she had to come crawling back. I mean, to be fair, she, she has mental illness issues. Like, she's got to be bipolar or something. I mean, just to see like the, the flip in her behavior being like so aggressive and so mean. And then coming back and she's so kind and asking for forgiveness. So I don't. She's dealing with something. I don't want yeah. to be too, too hard on well, her, but she was definitely a complete 180 from where she was last week's episode. And and you know, at least she realized and she, I think, groveled sufficiently to Captain Lee. And I, I, I wonder if he's still going to try to fire her um, after the charter. But they, sh- uh, I don't am, think so. But they don't have time. From what I, it mm. seems like they're they're putting the dates on at the beginning of the episodes, right? They're like February twenty third in Antigua, and they're and they're talking about COVID more and more mm. during the season. Even there was even a an Eddie impersonation of Trump, which I thought wasn't too bad. That was actually really good. It was yeah. really good. Um, so it's, not, it's guessing, not a big deal. Yeah, we got the COVID under control. <laughs> Definitely better than what you just did. Well, maybe a little bit. (laughs) So I'm guessing, what do they have? Another two or three charters at the most? Because here's the thing. Like, okay, think about like, what do you prioritize on a yacht? You're paying, I don't know, well, whatever. Let's say it's a regular yacht. You're paying 60,000, right, for three days or four days. If you're tipping 20,000, let's say it's a 20% tip. It's a hundred thousand for that four days or three or four days, right? The chef, like, where would you rank the things that are important on the boat? Chef, number one. Honestly, I mean, like, if you're if you're paying that much, you could go on a boat, a small shitty boat anywhere. Like, okay, great, you get drinks. People can make you drinks anywhere. Having that amazing. Chef experience, mm-hmm. anything you want on the menu. That probably really does make or break what you can charge on a boat. And Rachel, without a doubt, is an incredible chef. Oh, she's she's the best I've seen on Below Deck. She's better than Kiko. She's better than that stupid British asshole, whatever his name was. I forget. Yeah, Tom. Tom. I, she's the best I've ever seen. And I and like I said, I love the guy Ben who's been like she's she's one of the best chefs I could say I've ever seen on any ship. She like I'm impressed by her what she puts out. I'm impressed by every single thing she puts out. Yeah. Like she like really Kiko, is 
unbelievably talented. Kiko had that one meal, that six course meal where he was just like in the zone and probably blacked out and forgot what he was doing yeah. and everything was great. But like every meal she does is like that. It's yeah. it's amazing. They're, they're all amazing. And like if you're Captain Lee, uh, so Rico, Rico went to PP. What, I what heard. Okay. Do you agree though? Like honestly, and and it's right. It's why these people put up with chefs that are psychopaths in general, and why anybody puts up with chefs that are psychopaths. If you're on a boat and you're paying so much fucking money, in theory, not on a reality show, but and okay. You make up the room, great. The rooms are nice, fine. You go out on the beach, great. You could go in the water, fine. You could get that in a lot of places. The chef, the fucking food, the level of that is what separates it. And if you have a chef, even if she's a uh, psychopathic cunt, she is a very good chef. Well, what I was wondering when I was watching the show is, so the expense of the boat, do they itemize the the food bill as well and then kind of factor that in because it doesn't seem fair if these people paid the same amount of pe- as the people that um got Kiko. vegas night <laughs> with nachos and fried chicken and they're they're these guys are eating lobsters clams like well i think well shit. look I, I would think thing. that ha- that has to be factored into the bill in some. Capacity. I think it factors into the bill and maybe the tip. I think honestly, I think the bill is the same no matter what. The bill is the bill. You pay this, but you can expect that. That's the thing. That's why you get these ridiculous request sheets, right? You're going to pay this much for the charter, but you can have, like they said it a million times, you can ask for the moon. Ask for it. So if you pay that much fucking money. You can ask for whatever you want. You paid the same amount. The problem is really with the people like I, those were the best guests ever. We all agreed, right? The uh, the all black guests on whatever fucking charter it was. Wow, Johnny nice. Davis was the best guest. Come on. Well, Johnny Davis was awesome, but they were the nicest. They were the coolest people. They needed to ask for not a Vegas day, but like you need to be ultra specific in what you want. Clearly, and that uh, Kiko might have failed. Vegas he- night, it's pretty clear not we all agree food, food. food wise is not very clear it's clear it's on very, like the other stuff the decorations and games but like it's amorphous that's an amorphous well, thing it certainly wasn't what they got well I, they got fucked because of hannah fucking kiko in the ass but let's agree though they should have been i think the more specific you could be even though rachel's bitching about it it clearly if you are very specific Rachel lost her mind because the specific caviar they asked for wasn't there. Be specific. Yeah. yeah. You're paying for it. And once Rachel came back and she has this, you know, detailed list to go off, she's fucking nailing it. I mean, yeah. she's crushing every dish. And by the way, Eddie should have thrown her fucking luggage in the ocean when she asked yeah. him to bring it back on board. That's when he should have thrown it in the fucking <laughs> water. Fuck you, bitch. Speaking of that, okay, women's equal rights, bring your own luggage on board. Exactly. Especially if you just fucking quit. You just fucked. You just, we're going to fuck everybody over. Carry your, like that, carry your own fucking shit on board. What's wrong with you? They have wheels. I mean, you carry it all the way there. You can keep on carrying it up. I don't don't know. Speaking of, speaking of women, I think the star of the show is Elizabeth. Am I wrong? 
As far as shitty she's, being a, she's a, getting, a fucking she's getting Mongo? the most yeah. airtime. She's definitely getting the most she's, she, airtime. So one thing, she's like, I hope, I just hope the little things happen less and less. And I put in parentheses, like poisoning the crew with your mustard gas. Little things <laughs> like that. Um, she's a moron. Complete. Who hired her? Again, I come back to who hired her. She, she Francesca, who I don't like told her specifically make sure you keep the champagne flowing what does she do forgets the yep. champagne forgets forget the champagne. <laughs> and i said this earlier i said this last episode or maybe two episodes ago elizabeth does not listen to anything she doesn't fucking listen and uh, uh ash ashling Ling. fucking aussie ash. aussie chinese garbage ashling said it on this fucking show and she's right. She does not fucking listen. She told her, change the master sheets. What is what does fucking tart ass Liz say? Change all the sheets around the boat. Wasting an unbelievable amount of fucking time. Think about that. You have to wash them, iron them, change them. She probably wasted two hours of that fucking chick's time. Yep. And in the meantime, forgets the one thing. If you're on a fucking charter... What's the one fucking thing people want? Yeah, they want the booze. They want alcohol. They want if alcohol. You, if you have all of your guests are flaming gay, what do they want? Rose. <laughs> they were the flamingest. By the way, I what is what do you think that guy does? He's a real estate agent. Is that what he does? That's what uh, they actually, said. Yeah, that's what they said. That plays that plays into my theory. I I said he owns an island where he has a cloning service for gay stereotypes because <laughs> they had well they had every gay stereotype there I mean, they were the most stereotypically gay people i've ever seen in my entire fucking life even down to the dumb boyfriend of like the, the, the guy. guy the which one oh there, well there was one guy that was shirtless for uh mardi gras shirtless guy. yes yeah. shirtless guy he was so clearly stupid <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Slay's intelligent. This guy is not. He's just like, he's, he's I, I can't remember what it was in the episode. He just said something so fucking stupid. Yeah, they are the most stereotypically gay people. But uh, point being, Liz is retarded. And the fact that Eddie told her that she was like, he's like, you know, Captain Lee, he hopes you'll make it to the end of the season. That's a compliment. <laughs> And That's I hope amazing. that it, I, I hope that it comes back and she gets fired next episode. And is she's destroyed. not going to because if you saw the conversation between uh, Francesca and Captain Lee, and Captain Lee's like, uh, so how's how's Elizabeth doing? And Francesca's listing off. Well, she forgot to bring the champagne, and um, she didn't clean up well last night. Blah blah blah. Captain Lee is like, well, you know. Um, we're in a pandemic or not the pandemic. It's like, know. what is the, the, the COVID thing? And uh, sometimes the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Well, what was funny thing is her, her light, her, her face lit up when he's like, well, you could fire her. And she's like, <gasps> oh, yeah. And it's like, but sometimes the devil you know. And she's like, mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, she deserves to be fucking fired. Especially, yeah. and also, if not for her performance on the boat, anyone. Anyone, and and I'm happy to lose listeners over this. Anyone that wakes up in the morning and reads off 
affirmations to make themselves feel better in the morning is a fucking moron and should be fired. Well, Rob from below. Personally, Death, I, no, I don't Brady have a problem, I don't have a problem with that. Well, Somebody reading Odie, affirmations or praying, praying in the read, morning. What's what's wrong with that? Odie, Nothing. read us your affirmations. I have in the past. I don't do it every day, but there's there's nothing wrong with that. Talk to Scott Adams, the, one of the most su- successful comics <laughs> of all time. Big uh, proponent of affirmations. What does he yeah. read off? Is it is it? I, it's like it's like a Stuart Small. He read, he read off every day for two years, three years. I will have the most successful comic. What it, happened? It's not the affirmations that are the problem. It's the juxtaposition between the affirmation and the performance. Thank you, Rico. Exactly. I mean, you can you can uh, affirm anything you want till you're blue in the face, but then if you just go back to acting like a retard, well, it's like what are you really game. accomplishing? You have it's to follow like with game. actions. If you don't follow Let's with actions, forget. it's meaningless. Sunshine, I still I can't get over how hilarious Sunshine's affirmations were. He was like, you know, every time I fail, gives me more confidence. Those <laughs> yeah. are the kind of affirmations you don't need in life. That's the Elizabeth affirmations. The sunshine affirmations. She's like, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be great. And then she goes out and forgets the fucking champagne. You're not living up to it. You can say nonsense fucking words in the morning all you goddamn want, man. But you got to fucking actually put some of it into practice or else it means fucking nothing. Yeah, you need you need systems. Systems in place. You don't need, you just need to, need to not be an asshole. Well, I like uh, Francesca's comment That's about her. She, she might, I mean, to be honest, she might not be cut out for this job. I, I didn't, I, might, one thing I, yeah. um, not to interrupt you, Rico, you might be saying the same thing, but uh, one thing about Francesca that I think shows her poor management is Elizabeth is out there pouring wine by the neck, by the neck of the bottle. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm watching this with uh, with my wife who's worked in high-end restaurants. And, and Odie is from Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, noticing this. <laughs> Yes, we have some of the best restaurants. Some of the best restaurants <laughs> in the world in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, some of the best restaurants in Pittsburgh are in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Indeed, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, the thing I don't like about it. Okay, so you noticed that? Great. Did you correct her? Maybe she wouldn't have listened. But did you actually go up to her and tell her how to pour the wine or champagne? No, you just probably criticized her and didn't correct it. So you're going to keep seeing it. I will uh, say, what's funny? I've never worked uh i mean well obviously obviously you've never worked in a high-end restaurant cough trees of penn state the epitome of dining but no even i worked at whatever restaurants you never never pour wine by the neck never like that's a jug of carlo rossi and you pick it up like that little thing and you never at any restaurant in the world you don't pour the wine by the neck. You always pour it from the bottom. She, Elizabeth is an imbecile, and <laughs> I, they reemphasize the fact that, like, and again, bitching about it. And Izzy, uh, the, uh, by the way, I don't get Francesca. Rico thinks she's a bitch. Fine, whatever. I think she is a woman who clearly is not great at management. To Odie's point, but at the same time, is dealing with a staff who other than like Ashling's great, but Elizabeth's an idiot. She's a fucking idiot. She's been as nice as you can be. Maybe she should be more severe, but Elizabeth bitches about her as though she's being ripped a new fucking asshole. What am I missing? I, am I missing Francesca 
telling her she's a bad person, that she's a, a piece of shit, that like yelling at her. It seems to me she's talking to her like a child, and Elizabeth can't even handle that. Well, Elizabeth is, like you said, an idiot, but she does. She just doesn't get it. Like she was up working till one forty-five in the morning that one night, yeah. and she missed completely obvious things <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. She didn't take it down. And you're wondering, well, what did you do till one forty-five in the morning? Texas. And then she she wrote yeah. on the board once she was up to one thirty. Though that was yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So then Francesca's like, oh, what time to get to bed? And and Elizabeth thinks, oh, I'm going to tell her that I was up to 1.45 in the morning and she's going to be so impressed by my hard work, even though I didn't yep. get anything done. And Francesca's like, mm, that's not what you should be doing. So it's she's like, like that, I can't win. I can't win. It's, it's like the play, uh, is a book or a play or a book and a play and a movie, How to Get Ahead in Business Without Ever Trying, where the guy goes to work and he gets there at six in the morning, knowing his boss gets there at six 15 and he arrives and he messes the desk up and he puts his head down. And then the boss walks in and he's like, ah, I've been working hard, Mackenzie. And he's like, Oh yeah, boss been working hard. Meanwhile, nothing's been fucking done. That is Elizabeth. Isn't that Costanza leaving his car there all day? Yeah, well, that's the epitome of so many people in corporate America. Yes, well, how's it going, uh, Billy? Oh, I'm just so busy, just so busy. You know, I got all these things going on. It's just busy, busy, busy. It's like, well, maybe you're disorganized then if you're so busy, you asshole. Exactly. Well, that's <laughs> Elizabeth, like, what has Elizabeth done? Ashley is uh, like Ashling. Fucking God, I hate her so right. much. Ashling, but she does have another face. But to define another face is a body that's so, so, so. But a face that you want to nut into. Nutter face. I'm just going to leave that so one anyway. there. I'm just going to leave it there. Nutter face, Ashley. Clearly competent. Very competent at everything. She she made all the beds. Ironed all the sheets. Made all the beds. Even though that wasn't what she was supposed to do. Amazing stew. Irons every napkin. Ridiculous. Irons every napkin, to James's point. And Elizabeth's out there. Forgetting champagne, tarting it up, not doing it. Like, what do you do here? So she was put in a position to fail by people who wanted her to fail. Because how? The, what, how? Because the people that interviewed her for this position did not want competence. They wanted <laughs> an idiot, right? How no. interesting of a crew would it have been if they were all Ashlings? I mean, what has Ashling done that's interesting? Nothing. She does Actually, her job very well. Well, let me tune in for that. No, I on. want to tune in for the idiot who forgot champagne. We need, we need champagne to find out. Exactly, Rico. We need Elizabeth. You know the show needs Elizabeth. We need to get to the bottom of this. I know a, I know a chick who actually, Ashley, not Ashling, who actually had, is, I think, still shooting the show. And by the way, actually, I golfed with a buddy of mine, Casey, who would like to come on the show, who sets up all the top chef photography and we could add a top chef element for an episode oh tell, tell about- i gotta watch another show no you don't have to we're not I, I, I already watched top chef so I, i'm fine with that there you go Odie can actually be interesting for an episode rico <laughs> mm, well <laughs> to be determined <laughs> K- casey actually runs all the all the uh the the 
in-home photo for Top Chef. So I think we'll get him on the show. But my point being, we need to find out if the captains choose the first people to come on the show or if no. the producers. It's got to be the producers. They, you have to, you definitely have to have book a certain way. Yeah, you can't have a bunch just, of ugly people on the show. Yeah, well, well you definitely have to look a certain way. They okay. said that word. Rob, the new deckhand line of the episode said that he's like, you know, came from sailing yachts. Now I get here. There's a bunch of hot people on the boat. Makes you want to shower every day. By the way, definitely thought he was gay at first, but uh, no. apparently not. Apparently not gay. I don't know. He's in a Francesca. Yeah. Terrible game. Worse yeah. game than oh, uh, I made a note. Alex. Nope. Uh, I made a note that he is our new chubby bear. We needed a new chubby bear. <laughs> I want the old chubby bear. I don't him, want a new chubby bear. I don't James, want a new chubby bear. Him and James are heading off. James is like, I've known him for uh, 10 minutes, and he's already the uh, the only person, other person on the ship that doesn't take his job too seriously. So what does that say about everyone else on the ship? But uh, But also, Rob seems to be good at his job. Yeah, he's got instincts, as Eddie says. And also, Ed, like did you see pulling Eddie? the ropes. Yeah, did you see awesome... Uh, uh, well, uh, oh, yeah, I said, everyone's a bang Franny. I don't get it. I still don't get it. Maybe it's an in-person thing where you want to ban Fran- bang Francesca. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, new chubby bro, awkward boy. But also, Eddie jumping off the fucking side of the boat and landing. That was amazing. Yeah, amazing. The, I mean, it's a bouncy inflatable. He was like, and that was awesome. He's like Spider-Man. Good job, Eddie. That's why you're boasting, man. That was fucking impressive. It was. And that was, it was just like, he just, he did it so quickly. Like, he didn't even tell anybody. It's all of a sudden, ah, he just went. He just went. And Captain also, Lee, Captain Lee's hobbling over the freaking guardrail to <laughs> throw down a, a hook to, I don't know what he was doing, but. Something. But also, Captain Lee, I like this. Izzy, I I said this two episodes ago. Izzy has, without a doubt, a daddy slash grandpa fetish. She wants to fuck Captain Lee. It came around this episode. Do you see Izzy? She had a couple of funny lines this episode. One, she had a funny line about Rachel being good with go with her hands and if she was a lesbian wanting her to Rachel to finger her. So is Izzy, does she go both ways? I think she must, right? Because yeah. she's talking about Rachel. You know, getting down in there. And I like that she's like Captain Lee. She's like, oh, you know, he just Captain Lee, uh, what is it? Getting in there, getting it, getting it done. It's just like, oh, it's impressive. Or something like that. She says somewhere I was like, oh wow. This chick is damp for Captain Lee. Not for James, though, but Captain Lee. Not for James. Captain Lee. She this is the second time she's expressed. She gets wet for older physical men. I think it's a weird daddy thing from her working on the boat with her dad for too long. My daughter, not working on a boat with this guy. I don't need that weird shit. Ew. Nope. Good to know. (laughs) No boats. Rico, sell your boat. We don't need your son getting all gay. Whatever. Rico doesn't own a boat. He owns a snowplow. Rico I should don't. own a boat. He lives like 10 feet from a lake. 
Yeah, boats are uh, the thing with a boat, Odie, is you got to pay for the marina, the docking, all this, sh- the maintenance. Upkeep. Honestly, they are the and worst. And then I live in Cleveland. How often is boating season in Cleveland? Hey, hot chicks in Cleveland. You want to come on my boat? Well, and the other That's thing is, life. whenever I do want to go on a boat, there's enough people with boats that you can just kind That's of. That's true. It's always better to be on someone else's boat. Yeah. There's you know, like, I'll, bring the, I'll bring a 12 pack. Don't worry. Look, there's a lot of ugly people in the world, and they all own boats at a certain point of income. So just meet ugly people, befriend them, and hope they get rich and you'll be on a boat. Like that guy who owns that brewery. Guarantee you he owns a boat. Oh, I haven't. I, uh, you know, we're in, in meeting number five next week about this podcast <laughs> venture. You know, on he, he, he's a stickler for board meetings and details. So, you know, we've been going back and forth on terms, but I'm expecting to nail down our first sponsorship for Excellent. a, uh, what is it? One four twenty four league podcast or the podcast. <laughs> Every was fantastic. Yeah, one, four, five. <laughs> I've nowhere else to go. That's literally the podcast. Yep. But listen to Rico's other podcast, Boats and Clevelows. Clevelows. Sorry, Cleve. Bo- Do I say that right? Boats and Clevelows, where Rico rents boats and then has strippers come on not strippers, prostitutes, come on and take Cleveland steamers on his chest, thus the name Boats and Clevelodes. Am I getting this right? Sponsored by <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. What you wrote me, Rico, is inconceivable. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe you're fucking up the pitch so bad. I This copy, gonna... you, you email me the copy and it's hard to read. Okay, one more time. Rico's new podcast, Boats and Clevelodes, where Rico hosts prostitutes who will take dumps on his chest, a.k.a. Cleveland steamers, on the river. Do I get it? Yeah. On the yeah, river? Exactly. River? There's a river in Cleveland? I mean, the I mean, Cuyahoga <laughs> River. I caught fire. Oh, that's years. that's, that's Rico's fault. I mean, uh, yeah, no, it's a river. Right, yeah. the lake was too expensive. You're gonna yeah. be having yeah. you're, they're gonna take dumps on your chest well, on you the. No, we're gonna have special episodes on the lake, but for the most part, new episode every every coming every Sunday, um, <laughs> detailing my adventures on the river. So tune in. First episode. Don't miss an episode. <laughs> be, new episode drops every Sunday. Oh. <laughs> oh god! All right. Are we done with this? Yes, we're done. Oh, and we're done so. for the year, fellas. Thank God. Uh, happy New Year. For the year. Yes. All right. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, everybody. From Bravo and Beer, from me, Brian, Rico, and Odie, we will see you on the other side of uh, 2021. Boom. Rico, take us out. Bravo. Bing bong. See you, fellas. See you. Who is the next week?